Hey, After Buzz TV, welcome to the Night Manager After Show. We'll be breaking down episode three of this six-episode miniseries event. We'll be talking about freezing out somebody's right-hand man, passing on secret intel at an ice cream stand, and making sure that you keep track of your loose hairs when you're investigating somebody's citadel. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Ooh, the Epic tension. theme music yes, again. The Woo. suspense. It's just so exciting. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to Everybody's TV's <laughs> Night Manager After Show. Look at that. We'll be breaking down episode mm-hmm. three of this six episode miniseries event airing currently on AMC. As you see, it's just the two of us. Lucretia Lyon, she, uh, as we like to say, is on assignment or just at home relaxing. One of the two, however you'd like to say. Dreaming of Tom. Yes. That's what she's doing. Look at that. I'm one of your hosts, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter at HappyGoJackie. And hey, I'm Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. So episode three, this is where we start seeing some things start to happen. Yeah. For as much as the first two episodes were, was a lot of setup, getting all the pieces in place. Well, episode two had so much action. This one didn't have a lot of action, but it had a lot of suspense. Yeah, definitely. It's a lot more the intrigue of like, oh no, are you going to get there in time? Are you going to get back in time? And what did, what did you say to so-and-so? And who found out information versus like fighting and you start seeing where the various chips are yes. in people's armor and and stories to kind of see how you can start working things mm-hmm. your way to be able to get mm-hmm. what you want ultimately which is the yes. capture and uh imprisonment of richard roper yep yeah the so, ultimate the ultimate the ultimate worst goal. man in the world yes yeah, exactly so we start off uh what well, should be a joyous celebration uh oppo's birthday party birthday party for his daughter <sighs> and she doesn't look like uh very excited no. from moment one we yeah. see her come down the stairs no, not that excited. Yep. Even gets a nice necklace from Dad. It seemed like yeah. a nice necklace to get. And he's like, smile. And you're like, oh, that just got crazy. And not expecting, I did not expect it to take such a drastic turn. No. Not, my jaw dropped. I was like, no. What? I mean, because at first you're like, you don't know why. So maybe she's just some, you know, annoyed teenager, young woman that like, oh, Dad, this is like, meh. Like she spoiled rich kid something. And then it's like, oh, holy what? Yeah. What, what, what? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the maid comes oh. out uh, and, and grabs Apo and, and Jed follows. And coming. they go right into the no. bathroom and they see that his daughter has hung herself. Yes. Oof. What a way to go. Yeah. Uh, so I wondered if she, I had half wondered if she might be alive because like if it wasn't enough of a fall or mm-hmm. like they could have revived her and it's like, nope. Nope. She's a goner. Yep. And that kind of puts a dampener on the rest of the events for the evening. Yeah, yeah that part, you know, yeah. maybe. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. go very well. In fact, we cut to the next morning, and we see them kind of going off. Mm-hmm. And uh, Corcoran and Roper are talking about, well, that kind of uh, spoiled everything yep. for us there. So they were trying to work on some kind of deals and set things up that kind of this whole incident kind of threw everything off the rails. Just a little. Yeah, so the plan is to, to reschedule mm-hmm. uh, and do something at his son's Danny's party. Mm-hmm. They're going to do a little sleight of hand, do, as, he, as Corcoran says, do your magic tricks, and we'll yep. kind of you know, make things go. Oh, and then also how uh, Roper had his one little one-liner to Jed, and Jed did not appreciate that. No, and he apologized. He caught himself, but yeah. it, but he apologized. I'm sorry about that, but it was still a very tactless line, for well, sure. Well, it just shows that his first thought is business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, already... And she's a mom, so... Yeah. 
seeing somebody's kid there right there. I, I feel like this was the episode where... And she where, saw it, too. Sorry, I'm like, yeah. And then yeah. she was the one who was also in that room. We start seeing, like, more about Jed and start seeing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, certainly she's learning a lot this uh, this episode, which I think kind of goes to what we were thinking, like, what kind of, uh, what's Jed's uh, kind of role in this story and how much she did know and how much she didn't know as she's being involved. Yeah, I almost want to retract my statement that she was undercover because if she has no idea what he does, then she's not undercover. Yeah, so it is starting to see then like it's still wh- weird. Yeah, then why is she in this relationship? Yes. Because it doesn't seem necessarily by choice mm-hmm. on her part. Mm-hmm. So uh, if it's not an undercover thing, then what is it? His later line of brochure. I mean, I, that could just be a a joke, like when he's like, "That wasn't on the brochure." But I wonder if this was arranged then, not a by chance thing. Mm. Because you could just jokingly say like, "No, that was on the brochure." Of like, I don't know that about you, but it could have also been he arranged to have her and that would have been part of her information very true that's Maybe. that that's uh and certainly the kind of circles that he'd go through mm-hmm. that's uh, you're getting something that hopefully somebody else has vetted for you like and a that, matchmaker or something yeah. yeah yeah they've gone through the vetting Maybe. process and they've kind of like hey this is somebody we think you know would fit your needs yeah yeah uh so that sounds so bad <laughs> it does doesn't it <laughs> uh but then we see pine back there at the compound and he gets brought up to uh to meet roper have finally mm-hmm. Have the chat. No more fake sleeping now for Mr. Pine. Yes. He's actually got to talk his way through all this. Yep. And first thing, though, I mean, Roper, I like this Danny. Uh, again, like the like the third time to for Danny to come by and apologize to him. Like, boy, I, I, Roper's yeah. not making him... Not he, apologize. Uh, thank him. Thank him. Sorry. Yes. To thank him. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, Roper's really making sure that Danny does a lot of thanking for this. Which, I mean... Well, he's British. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the excuse on this show. It's because they're British. Yeah, Actually, you know what? That was on one of the car commercials. They're like, well, we're British. We don't do this. We don't <laughs> boast or something like that. I'm just like, if somebody saved you from kidnappers or any sort of kind of life-threatening situation, how many times... Is one apology enough? Th- or how many times do you feel like you have to keep apologizing? I think you would or just instinctively them, thank them all the time, and you wouldn't almost stop. Depends how, how much you value and understand that you almost died. You know? Yeah. Because if you really are like, oh my, I think Danny gets it, but he's still so young that like, you know, a couple times is probably good for a child. But I think an adult would just constantly be like, you saved my life. Oh my gosh. And like, not, I don't know. It's a good question. That's right. And I guess it's a good way just to reinforce in a kid like, hey, don't run off. Like, you should stick close to us at all times yes. because see what happens when you don't do that. That was actually in some other movie I watched, and, and somebody will, goes off and the person rescues him, but he's like, this is why you stick with the group. <laughs> a, a really horrible thing almost happened to you, and I'm sorry that it almost happened to you, but it's kind of your fault because you didn't stick with the group. So, it did, so, but I don't know. So well, Danny can, brought it down on himself how, there. How old do, do, have we talked about how old he is? I don't, I'm guessing somewhere. Six, seven? I don't know, because he looks so young, but I'm horrible at guessing how old I'm kids are. I'm guessing somewhere between 8 and 10. I think I don't think he's older. He's a th- small kid, though. Yeah. Let's go 7, 8. All right. Let's there we go. That. Happy yeah, meeting. Yeah. Sure. I'm sure we'll be fine. How old do you guys think he is? Yeah. yeah. Tweet us. Let us know <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you know, yeah, that's right. We you got can fo- the height answers. So yes. How old do you answers? think Danny is? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You can follow us on Facebook. Uh, you can like us on mm-hmm. uh, like us on Facebook. Follow mm-hmm. us on, on Twitter. You, know, you can tweet either Carrie or myself or mm-hmm. Lucretia. She'll be at home. Yep. She fact-checked it for everything for us at home and then uh, let us know. And comment on YouTube because we read those. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, so finally, the what we've been waiting for for so far in our third episode, I finally have an extended conversation between yes. Roper and Pine to kind of say, all right, how does Pine make his way into this organization mm-hmm. without seeming too suspicious? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Like, what's it, what's his explanation? That's what we were all, like, dying to know. Like, how are you going to explain your way out of this one? Yeah, and it's like, hey, we've already called the, you know, the cops and stuff. And, like, oh, hey, we see Pine doesn't flinch. He's like, oh, you're a cool cucumber. I don't know. I still kind of feel like it was not the strongest alibi. But then again, if something is the truth, you don't over-explain it. Very true. That's where they, that's, that's where things yeah. start to fall apart if you over-explain something. Yeah. So he does a good job. Yeah, it was interesting to see like he was a nice, pleasant, or somewhat pleasant conversation, Ish. civil-ish <laughs> with Roper. But as soon as Jed walks in, and not knowing it's Jed, snaps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and she's like, oh, wait, 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 what are you What are you freaking out about? Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, and then we have Corcoran come in and say, "Hey, you know, guess what? You reshredded your passport." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Thomas Quince is a wanted man. Whoops. Yeah, so I guess you know you you can't just go back anywhere. You're, yeah. you're stuck here for right now. Darn. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, that sucks." Yes, my plan is working. <laughs> yeah, and they give him a nice little room at the very far end of the compound. Oh, I liked his description. Go to the end of beach, go right, or you could put rocks in your pocket and just walk out into the ocean. Okay, Corky, thanks. <laughs> And I'm wondering, like, with that, I, I mean, I guess you don't want him too close to potentially see anything, especially if you don't trust him yet. But on the other side, do you want him that still, far away that you yeah. can't really keep an eye on him all the time? That's like a removed guest house. But yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, so... We it, didn't really get to see much inside it. No. It seemed like a, a, kind of a nice we little... We saw a nice doorway. Yeah. <laughs> like nice. that silhouette shot where it's, like, lit and it's all shadowed and yeah. you see him. But, yeah. Yeah, and then we see... Uh, it is a little weird that he's so far away. Yeah, it is. Uh, we see him swimming with Jed, uh, or watching Jed swim, and of course, uh, Corky's like first to say, "Hey, you know, mm-hmm. you can, you know, you can do anything else you want with anybody else here, but if you touch I that, love- <laughs> yes." I love that. I was like, "Oh, okay." So he's like, "You can screw anyone here except that one." Yeah, and if not, we'll cut your hand. We'll, yeah. we'll cut off something, and it won't be your hands. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I like that. Okay, this is for Lucretia because she wasn't here, but um. I liked that he looks down, and there is you can see a bulge in his swim trunks, ladies and some gentlemen. <laughs> I was like, his shorts aren't just flat. There's like bloop, and I'm like, hmm. But I mean, I don't know. He's just physical activity. Maybe he's excited. I don't know. But I just noticed. I was like, well, because he looks down. You know, it's yeah. not like he's just like, oh, okay, no problem. He goes, yeah. Oh. And so obviously, you, the viewer, you're like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what were you looking at? Oh, yep. Okay, that's what you're looking. At. All right, yeah, good deal. I was. Yeah. But we also. But he never got those speedos, by the way. Size twelve. I guess we we locked down that. What if you wonder what well, size shoes, Tom Middleton yeah. is? Yeah. <laughs> size twelve speedo. Hello. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, that's the shoes. Was it the shoes? Because it's the shoes. Because he plays the tennis shoes. Oh, that's right. Yes, and they do play a little but, round of tennis. Because Corky was supposed to get him the um, speedo, which he doesn't. He gets some regular swim trunks, and then. Roper's like, what size shoe are you? And then next shot, after he's swimming, or no, after he's running on the beach, the shoes are there, and then it's, I think it's like something like, you know how to play, and then they, they're playing tennis. Yeah, it's, uh, that's why you, you find out somebody's character. You play a little round of tennis with them. It was a nice competitive game, it looked yeah, like. Yeah, he did pretty well. Hugh Laurie knows how to, you know. He, good backhand there. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Uh, but we find that uh, <laughs> we see Pine starts putting his plans sort of in motion because he, yep. he can't stay in the compound the whole time. He's got to be able to get out. Mm-hmm. How else is he going to communicate with Angela at all? Yep. Says, hey, how about if I just take Danny out? Yeah, Seems like a really good sure. thing. I mean, he's, you know, it's like, and of course, Robert's like, why? He's like, well, you know, why not? You know, I, I've grown fond of him. Yeah, a little change. Go see the sights. Uh, Roper, man, you got to get the kid thing, and he's kind of like, okay. Yeah, even thanks him at the point. He's like, yeah. yeah, thank you. Thank you for doing Cause that. Because poor, you know, the kid is bored. Oh, because then Roper notices, like, Danny likes you. And yeah. he goes, good. Yeah, I hope I, I like him, too. And he sends the bodyguard. So, you know, it's not totally like he can go run away. 
No, but yeah. once he starts making some motion, motion, finally Angela and Joe realize, hey, something's happening. Mm-hmm, All right, let's get mm-hmm. out. Let's get out into the mainland. See what the deal is. And then we have a great scene of like, how do you communicate when you've got uh, somebody's bodyguards following you? How do you pass on intel to somebody, yes. your handler? I was worried though of her being there. That I mean, I don't. She's probably not visibly recognizable, but I'm like, they cannot see her again because Virtual, she was so close. It. Like, yeah, that was one of those. You get the one time. I just was so like on edge of you're there you're within like visibility range you know I just was worried something would happen but I feel like she is the best cover of being a pregnant woman nobody's really gonna pay that much of attention to a pregnant woman and she had a little tourist book and stuff and the the security guys probably aren't but still I was like uh oh but yeah that was the brilliant plan of how do you communicate well you talk to a kid because kids will say everything yes out loud which is so great <laughs> yes. and, and for him to just be able to act like he's talking to Danny he was like you know yeah. I feel like Corcoran doesn't like me and he's just looking at all my past as far back as ancient Egypt mm-hmm. you know feel like we need yeah <laughs> and her thing too of like I need the entire menu I thought well I actually almost thought he the guy was going to say them to her as a anti way of um, being recorded audio wise yeah but it was like, oh, no, she's just going to read the menu so she could stand real close. No, oh, that's smart thinking, Angela. Yeah. And she even has, you know, of course, she is pregnant in real life. So, I mean, she has a kind of like little waddle of a pregnant mm-hmm. woman there. So, I mean, it does. I mean, it looks so convincing that I don't know if it's a security guard to be like paying that much attention. and be like, ah, it's some pregnant and, woman. And even as a pregnant woman, you could be more likely to, oh, what a cute, is he your son? Like, she could have mm-hmm. talked to him of like, oh, the kid, you're, you have such a lovely boy here. And, you know, because... That's what moms do to other kids sometimes. Yeah, so, especially right? if you're yeah, yeah. if you're if you're expecting, you <laughs> yeah. start looking around at other kids, mm-hmm. kind of prepping yourself yeah. for that. But we do see that uh, Danny and and Pine have a little uh, scene there while they're watch- on the riverside or the waterside there. Uh, mm-hmm. And Danny Danny plays exposition machine in this mm-hmm. scene, kind of mm-hmm. just breaks down everything to Pine. So thanks, Danny. Yeah, and it was like, well, so now we learn that there is a mother in the picture, but they are not together, and he yep. only spends his summers with Roper. Yep. So kind of, which is surprising because I know we were speculating mm-hmm. last week. It you know is is Roper his main yeah. parent, but it doesn't nope. seem like it. Because that mother, makes sense. Yeah, the mother's clearly not a fan of uh, the, his business tactics. Yes. Yeah, and that also that there is a private room that nobody's allowed to go into that mm-hmm. you need a key to get into, and it's called the Citadel. Mm-hmm. And of course, they're supposed to like peppermint candy. Just or, peppermint inside. <laughs> yeah, just peppermint inside. That's what's inside there. That's all you need to know. Yeah, that's what you tell a child. Yeah, it's it, it was interesting that conversation. Just like. But the con- I, I thought it was weird when the kid's like, watch, watch out, that's where I cut my foot. And I'm like, okay. But I think it was more a example of what Roper's character's like, because he's like, then he made me stand out here in the water, which I'm like, yes, it's salt water, but there's a lot of other stuff in the ocean. I think that was like the ocean. It was just one of the like... Yeah. Um, Inlets or something. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it was more just to show Roper's character, but it was just kind of a weird like moment i'm like is there something in the water you know kind of felt like oh no are they getting rid of evidence out there or something like that but it's no it's just dad made me stand out here because of the salt yeah <laughs> okay it seems interesting you start getting a little just just flashes yeah. uh, of of roper's character and what this kind of lifestyle mm-hmm. the toll it has and not not just them maybe them but more so the people around them yeah it uh, especially with uh, Sandy, yeah, the the money man. Oof, man, we see what happens with his life. It doesn't go well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do see uh, once uh, Angela has this information, like, all right, we got to do something about Corcoran, and just so happens that good old Oppo has been making calls, uh, saying <sighs> that he's, he's got information. He's, yeah, he's got information about a oh, uh, world famous guy. arms dealer, but he won't say his name. But they're able to put two and two together. Yeah. And so Angela goes and talks to him inside a church. Seems that like was a- so sweet. I mean, that was a good 
smart thing on her part. The wording she used, he's a man in grief. He is a religious man. I am the angel. You came with blood on your hands. I'm here to wash it off. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, and she's like, if you if we were able to get rid of Roper, if we did it sooner, he wouldn't even be here. And even then, the oh, moment to apologize, like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Him. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be, be, be uh, that. So. But he, he felt the same thing, too, if he had done anything differently. Yeah. And uh, what I do like uh. is it wasn't... It wasn't like a blackmail at all. It was yeah. just uh, just uh, just really talking to a man who's in grief and yeah. really questioning just the choice that he made that maybe led to his daughter's death and just yeah. saying, here's a chance for you to make some sort of restitution. Yeah, absolutely. And says, the first thing that you can do for us is we got to separate Corcoran from Roper. Mm-hmm. We got to get rid of him, which I thought was just a, and I, man, just I, just the way this unfolds through the course of the episode, I thought it was just very subtle. I mean, it just an exchange with with Pine and Burr at the, at the ice cream cart leads to all of this and I mean basically well also Pine's one little one off to Roper of like so is he drinking and Roper's like that's an odd question to ask and then he goes in and has a good reason why and lo and behold his drinking becomes kind of an issue and Roper is really going oh. like it's an itch he didn't know he had and now he's just scratching it and it, it, interesting because I mean they only have that one scene between Pine and Angela right there at the ice cream cart where yeah. it says like All right, we need to get rid of Corcoran, Corcoran but the fact that they both are so quickly on the same page about the way to do that it's like wow that's uh, amazing good that, yeah good plan I, I guess it's just like two people are so in sync that well if he already knows Corcoran's a problem yeah but that you and know that's that drinking easy job to replace yeah but that drinking is his vice and well, that when he kind of loose lips when he drinks I am curious if I mean, I feel Pine was telling the truth, but I wonder if Corky is that guy that screwed up his father's thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like Roper wouldn't be so quick. It's a weird coincidence, yeah. but it might be. But right, yeah, and I do think Roper wouldn't be so quick to start looking at Corcoran in that way if there wasn't already some kind of underlying stuff There's been happening some in the other past. Problems, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, so he, he does pass that information just in a casual conversation mm-hmm. uh, to Roper, and that just starts him thinking. And then when they have this uh, nice little party over yep. there at uh, where they, again, where it opens up, where Sandy rides with his wife and also the nanny and opens a door first for the nanny and leads yep. her out. With all smiles. short little skirt. Oh, man. It's like, oh, poor Carol. Just mm-hmm. everything. Just throwing her yeah. face on this. Uh, so, yeah, so there's, uh, I mean, there's Roper doing, uh, he's doing his magic tricks, you know, yep. basically follow the ball in the cups. And uh, already just like chastising Danny for not being able to pay attention, I know, like that was mean. poor kid. Yeah. And then yeah, he's like, "But you, Pine, you're watching." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Pine's on his toes. Yeah, and uh, it has to be. Yeah, and Oppo already starting his part where he yeah. just starts like, "Hey, you know, you know, he's you know, Corcoran." The, it's the deal's not going to go down because of him. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, he gets a few boozes in him and uh, loose lips and ships. And then he's already like, oh, but now we I've kind of confirmed that I think that Corcoran is gay because he's all flirting with the two guys down by the pool. Oh, yeah. And he's even kissing him on one of the sides. He's, he's kind of sure. kissing on the side of him. Yeah, because I wasn't totally 100% sure. Because remember, we were like, is he just messing with Pine? Yeah. Or, you know, is he... I mean, I feel he is still messing with him, but how, you know, where does that come from? Um... Where's the how genuine it is? Is it? But um, yeah, him down by the pool, and then they're like peeing over the edge. It's like keep a classy cork. <laughs> just like, yeah, you he just dug dug his own grave right there. Oh, and uh, you can see once uh, it just the way he starts feeling boxed out for the remainder of the episode I from that point on. So bad for him. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, when you, when, you, when your boy toys are kind of escorted off property, you know, like, uh oh, 
something's not going yeah. right. And I don't know, like, how do you, I mean, I guess in his situation where you're like, well, something's off, but I don't know exactly what, and I don't know how to fix it. And there's no way you can ask. Yeah. No. Yeah, because it seems like weird to, to be, because yeah. that's only going to draw more attention to yourself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that does. <laughs> uh, but then we also have uh, uh, Pine walking around, and here's, because uh, he's using this moment here while, while mm-hmm. uh, Roper is constructed at the party to kind of do a little snooping, see if he can find the Citadel, yep. find access to that. But then here's Jed on the phone. And naked. then sobbing. Yeah, naked. As she says, doesn't mind that you saw me naked. Yeah, she's like, I don't care. Yeah, but you saw me crying. Mm-hmm. Shh, do not tell anybody about this. Yep. Yeah, so, oh, man. Oh, I, and then she goes swimming naked. She likes messing with people. Yeah, I, I, I wonder how much of that is messing and then how much of that is like she has some sort of attraction to Pine, even though I don't Both. know whether she's going to act on it. I think she has an attraction to him, and this is a way to exert some power over him. Because if you're a hot-looking woman and you get naked in front of a, a man who would be into you, I, it, it's it's a easy. Like, here, let me just jump in the water naked and already know that she's baiting that hook that he'll be like, oh, because he thought about it. Yeah, he did. Well, He's like, mm. Well, you see later in the episode, he just has that, yep. little, fl- that little flash of her back in yep. the ocean. Like, oh, hold on. He's having his dreams. Yeah, it's just like he's his yeah, wet dreams. Yeah, played like Lucretia Lyon right there. Just imagine, you know, that, yep. that, yeah, that somebody in the water that you think's hot. There you mm-hmm. go. Uh, yeah, but I feel like uh, that moment where she feels me, she may have the upper hand. Yep. I think we see those tables turn later on in the episode. Actually, totally random. I noticed at the beginning of this, I don't think I'd seen it on the other ones. They're like, this show contains nudity or something. And I'm like, I don't really feel we actually saw nudity in this episode. Well, we see her. Uh, we saw her. Silhouette side booby thing. That's about it. Yeah, in the uh, the original BBC version, you do see oh. naked butts and you see a little boob. <gasps> that that side boob is not so uh, shadowed. I was gonna say the one I'm watching. I don't think so. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Because they well, I mean, they shot it well. That her scene when she's in the, at the water, like it's shadowed enough. Yeah. So it's a little more well lit. Oh, okay, very then. well. Yes, very well lit. You see everything. Yeah. So no, no illusions. But right Tom there. didn't get naked this one. He did not. So Lucretia didn't miss out. Yeah, she didn't miss yeah. anything. No, no. But I mean, I guess he a shirtless, shirtless and jogging. A bit. Yeah, just jogging. He's in good shape. <sighs> I know, right? Yeah. When he's jogging down that beach, I'm like, what? You like, you know, seven percent body fat or what? <laughs> he's just like ripped, and it's uh, very lean muscle too. Yes. Envious, envious that body, Tom. Ugh. But they probably would, has to like has to work out all the time. There we go. We're like, what? What's your diet regime? Yeah. Regime and how much does he have to work out? So he's suffering in his own way, yeah, right? We yeah, know, it's we just know. not easy, yeah. Tom. We get it. Okay, hey, he cool. probably has a personal trainer and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Made has all his mo- uh, yes. meals prepared for oh, him. Exactly. Strict yep. calorie control. Yep. Oh, just so <laughs> hard to come so home. Hard. Yeah, come home from a busy day on set yeah. to have your meal laying there re- waiting for you to eat. Ugh, how rough. Yeah. <laughs> I would hate to be that rich and famous. <laughs> I would hate it, guys. Please don't make me do that. You're like, no, Ugh. my life is so hard. <laughs> uh, and then now we, because uh, so far we've just been really focused on Pine, Roper, a little bit of uh, yeah. Angela and Joel. But now mm-hmm. we widen the scope mm-hmm. a little bit and we head back over to the UK mm-hmm. and we see what's happening with uh, the River House. Uh, kind of like, don't hey, trust those mofos whatsoever. No, talking to Rex and they feel like, hey, maybe something is afoot here. Yep. Because they certainly know they have a photo. Of uh, Apo talking to uh, 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 Sandy there, so they have mm-hmm. a photo that at least is some kind of tenuous connection. Yeah. So despite Joel trying to make it seem as boring mm-hmm. a routine of a case that they're on, uh, they feel like maybe there's something here. Maybe just to be on the safe side, just give it to us. Why yeah. not just give it to us? 
Oh, when they brought that guy, what is the guy's name? Rex. Okay, was it? Yeah. Um, when they brought Rex in, I was like, Rex, if you had any suspicion, I really hope it's solidified now that you cannot trust these people at all. Yeah. And then the American, American woman. I was like, yes. the Americans in her are in on this too, and they're benefiting from Roper as well. Yeah. So. Because way later on the uh, itemized rec- receipt, if you will, there are two consultants. Yes. So it could be Britain and and America. I think that makes sense. I think so. for sure. Yeah. And so Rex is like, hey, you know what? I already made my decision. Uh, you know. And he's a good man. He can't be bribed. I liked his. I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear that moment. I yes. Like, oh. We got an honest man. I, I like that because you know he comes mm-hmm. out and says, "Hey, you know, if you uh, if if this winds up at River House, you know, you know, would you say you know, an uncle who's incredibly w- rich in Switzerland, really rich, yeah. will, will pass away and you're in for like you know a nice mm-hmm. inheritance." You know, and he's like, "No." Yeah, but I wonder, like, are they going to try to eliminate him in some fashion or disgrace him so that he's out of the picture? No, because he did. He did seem to have enough authority and clout that, yeah. like, no, because he stood up to them. Yeah, he did. And he did a good job. I was like, yes. Yeah, he read the temperature of that room. And he's like, ah, uh, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't like bullies. I'm not going to tolerate it. I was like, yes. Yeah. I was very proud of him. So especially because you've seen so much how Angela's been kind of just crapped on so far. Yeah. And her conditions are. It's nice to see that she has somebody that's mm-hmm. standing up for mm-hmm. that side as well. Yeah. Because I wonder, like, she's on this mission, but she has no say about what's happening in Riverhouse. She doesn't no. know exactly what's going yeah. on. She can't be there to put out any fires. Yeah. So... It's good to know that she has got somebody working in her best somebody interest. Somebody who has some has the big guns. Yeah, uh, and then and then we see uh, Pine talking to Carol, and mm-hmm. this is the scene where we see like Carol uh, kind of breaks down as, as she says, "I like you because you see everything and you say nothing," and uses this as just like a moment she wants to just be honest with somebody. Yes, because I like him. He's like, "Well, why are you telling me?" Because yeah, she wants to be honest with someone. Yeah, but I do like she's like put put, put lotion on my back. You might as well get it. You might He's as well get it. He's an attractive yes. young man. Go for it. Hot dog. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, take it. Oh. Take it the moment up. Poor her when she's like, yeah, my husband's screwing the nanny. She's like, how cliche. Oh yeah, it and, is bummer. And then breaks down like pretty much the whole operation mm-hmm. to pines. Like this is what's happening. Yep. You know, this is everything you need to know, yep. and uh, very convenient. Like, yeah. At first, I was kind of like, is she an agent or something? <laughs> I had a moment. I'm like, why? Why is she telling him all this? But it makes sense. She knows she wants to be honest with somebody. But then she's the one who reveals to us that Jed has no idea. Yeah. And I, like I was the, like, really? Really? Yeah. But, yeah. It was interesting the way she posted. It's like, you know, Scandi, Sandy screws around at me and tells me everything. And mm-hmm. yet Rupert doesn't, uh, is faithful, but tells her nothing. Yeah. So which is better in that case? That's kind of admirable that at least Roper's faithful. <laughs> no, it's true. I yep. guess, right? <laughs> Very true. But I guess, uh, I mean, because yeah, I look at it from Carol's point of view, if your husband's telling you everything that's going on, but yet he's also screwing around with you, like, it's like, why am I even here? What? what yeah. But I don't know if I can leave because I know too much. How can I? Yeah, it's interesting because it's like if you were with someone, there we go, I'll pose that to you guys. If you were with someone who's doing something extremely illegal, one, okay, one, it's legal. Two, it's possibly killing, hurting slash killing other people. Would you like to have ignorance is bliss and leave that, live that nice life? Or could you just not do it and you'd want to know? I think I'd rather, if I was in that situation, I kind of would rather ignorance is bliss a little bit. Or at least I'd only want like a little bit. I'd want like the filtered version. Like, yeah. I don't want to know kind of, but I don't need to know details. Because I feel like Jed, even though she may not know all the specifics, she she's got to have something. Really? Right? Yeah, like, come yeah. on. It's like you don't really believe it's agriculture. Yeah, because no. I don't think you'd see no. her taking those pills to kind of have her deal with the situation. Yeah. If she was like all excited, like, oh, everything's great. Oh, I don't yes, need this. Problem. I trust him 100%. He doesn't do weird stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. but then Pine says, well, are you going to tell her before you, uh, before you leave? 
And uh, so something to think about. Oh, she asked, yeah. should I tell her? Oh, yeah. And he said, maybe. I don't, and That's so interesting. That I'm like, I wondered if, is that his place to say that? Yeah. And I mean, I, I assume that you know, the way that it does result, I, I guess that conversation was had. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. The women had it out. And I kind of want to know what the conversation was that the nanny got exposed as well. Like, is it when they were talking together, did the truth about Roper come out? And so Jed's like, damn, I know what the truth is. And then the other one is like, hey, this thing, my husband's screwing the nanny. And then Jed's like, you need to do something about it. Like, she wasn't doing anything about it before. So what changed it that she's like, oh, you whore. And, you know, like. Yeah. center away. I know, because that was such a quick, like, a 180 from, like, yes. her just passively just so, like, accepting this. Yeah, there must have been some sort of girl chat. Yeah, it's like, you gotta you gotta give her the boot. But maybe she was able to confi- confide and confess to Jed about that, and, because she was kind of crying when she hugged Jed goodbye. Yeah. So, maybe that was her yeah, it's release. A, and it's an awkward thing, and of course, everybody's there at the compound. Roper's there oh, watching yeah. it as well, and they're she's just staring. like, "Yeah, do you mm. like the show, Dickie?" Yeah, she's like, "Yeah, she has a little bow and everything." So, mm-hmm. and then Sandy just trying to be like uh, good for the kids. Hey, well, we'll see you soon, boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> easy, Sandy. Yeah, dude, yeah. no, you're. They know no. what's going on. You're in the doghouse now. <laughs> and while there's questions of fidelity or uh, or uh, and lack of fidelity in those relationships, oh, Roper wasn't. Uh, he was. Oh, he. I kind of felt bad for him in that moment too, where he's like, "Hey, Jed," and Jed's like, "Nope." Yep. No. 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 <laughs> Um, I'm gone. Yeah. Uh, we cut over to Angela and Joel, and they have a little discussion there. Certainly, we a little bit more about Angela's backstory. Yeah. Yes. Where they're they're going to make a worry with, with Mr. Burr, even though there's no love there. Yeah. Well, she doesn't love him. Yes. It wasn't 100% clear. I think he still loves her, but she just doesn't love him. And now we do know 100% that Joel and her did get busy because he's like, that's, she's like, that's in the past. He's like, doesn't have to be. Yeah. It's like, I'm still here. I know, I know you're pregnant with another man's kid. He's like, kid, doesn't matter. I'm, mm, I'm right here. You he's know? like, we can still make out. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, like, we can still do stuff. Yeah. Come on, Angela. Do I, want you? I mean, come on, David. I think by the end, man. they might come together. There we go. That's a suited prediction anything I well I mean well, certainly, the solidarity of what they're going to be going through yes. will bring them closer together for sure and knowing that uh, both their governments are pr- pretty much yeah. actively out trying to thwart oh, yeah. them mm-hmm. I mean how could you not like yes. say we can only trust we each other to, exactly I can only trust you by kissing you I know so. <laughs> uh, it seals the deal haha ah look at that Thank you. I was gonna say. Well, I haven't you, had many good puns tonight as much. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then we have seen where Danny talks to Pine and says, uh, "Hey, I can't find my phone. Have you seen my phone?" I felt kind of bad for Danny. This episode had a lot of people. I'm like, "Oh, I feel bad for you," because then I'm like, "He has it. Yeah, Pine has. You know, it. he has it." I and I was wondering. I'm like, okay, they're sending it via a service that's like an app. I guess I'm yeah, not familiar. With yeah. I'm assuming it's like a WhatsApp kind of something. But I was like, any phone call you make, any text message, that will be on a record somewhere. Yeah. Maybe not text messages, but I know phone calls would definitely be like there. So I guess sending it via an app maybe is the most anonymous way you could send information to somebody. But I still was like, dude, you do not know that's 100% like... But I guess maybe he takes it for granted that like how often are they really going to check Danny's phone? Yeah, especially because I'm imagining if Danny says, hey, I lost my phone, is that something that's typical of Danny? Is he kind of an absent-minded no. kid? Or... I think it's only maybe happened once because he, he was worried. Yeah. He's like, it's bad if I lose it. Because uh, I can imagine once that. Once or twice. Yeah, that, 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 th- that throws red flags up for Roper. Yes. Uh, 
I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess you. But of course, what's Danny going to have? I mean, he doesn't have access to any no. sensitive information. Oh, no, it's so. not going to be what Danny has. It's going to be who has the phone is using it, not Danny. Yeah. Oh, and uh, he was able. He, he cracked that code. Or I, I wonder if Danny has a little passcode for it. Uh, but he's able to get right in there and start using that phone. Oh yeah, I think it's just a screen lock. I mean, like a slide. Danny, Danny's not putting that four-digit no. code in there? No. no? Oh, Danny. One, two, three, four. Come on, Danny. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that, that he actually used, text all the information mm-hmm. that uh, that Carol said. Yeah. Uh, Trade Pass is this company that's going to be yeah. kind of like the the overarching deal. And so there's mm-hmm. going to be a deal going down there, some with Arabs as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roper's going to be the middleman making all this, uh, this happen. Yes, and he does a good job of sending the information without being like... I'm going to spell it all out for you. Here is highlights, and you guys figured out. Yes. Uh, and then we uh, see uh, the next day. Well, Pine, one information that Danny does tell uh, Pine earlier is that uh, the Citadel has an alarm on it as well. Yes. In addition to having the key, it also has an alarm, and they test it every day at 11 o'clock. Yep. A lot of details. Danny was very specific about that. I, I, I mean, it would have been even more convenient if he goes, it goes off for about two minutes. You have two minutes and 30 seconds before the alarm stops. <laughs> I, cause, in this scene, because we do go to the oh. scene where he goes into the room and he finds the citadel and yeah. uh, finds the key. Very easy to find this key, which I thought it was going to be hard to find this Me key. Me too. I thought that was in Jed's room for a second. And then at first I couldn't even tell it was a key. So I'm like, what is it? Yeah, I don't know. It's like a flash drive it, or something. Yeah, it looked weird. And like how it was shot, I don't feel... It, it, I would have wanted the tin tipped a hair mm-hmm. because I was like, is that like a needle? Like a metal needle thing? Like I couldn't tell what it was. Like I thought it was Jed's room and it was like drugs or whatever she's doing. And then it's like, oh, it's the key. I get it. But for something that like Roper places so much really? secrecy That's on where it, you hide it, I thought it'd be like around his neck or something like that, you know? Yeah. No. You would think that because you would already like with Jet. I guess Jet's mm-hmm. gonna find it. I mean, although I guess yeah. you you think that maybe Jet has no reason to go looking, supposedly. Uh, well, she obviously knows where it is. Yeah. So it's yeah. just seemed weird that it was that easily it was easy, easy to find. So he does find it, but that was the other question that you brought up, like how long that alarm lasts? Because that whole scene, as as uh, Pine breaks in, uses mm-hmm. the key to get into the Citadel, the, uh, he times it so he opens the door as the alarm is getting tested. Yep. I have no idea how long that alarm was going to be. Did you have, I mean, no, I, thought I maybe didn't ten, think it, I thought 10 I seconds. Thought, yeah, something really short, 10, 15 seconds, because gosh, that was obnoxiously loud and annoying. Like if that went off every day, wouldn't you be like... Uh, turn it off. Can we make it shorter? Yeah. You know, yeah. He was kind of taking a sweet time. And I would think like for an alarm. Like I didn't think he had a sense of urgency. I mean, he did on his way upstairs, but when he was in there and doing the photos, I was just like, hurry up. Yeah. Hurry. Uh, because like, I, I feel like you got to be able to, I guess, because if you enter when the alarm is being tested, that way you don't have to mm-hmm, worry about using mm-hmm. any kind of code. But mm-hmm. when you leave, I guess you have to reactivate the alarm at that You'd point, right? you think so. So that's it's probably like why. It's prison you, break. I'm like, yeah. hurry up and get back to the cell. Yeah. So I guess that's why you like, ah! you have to be up before the alarm stops because yep. you have to yep. enter the code to start it. Uh, oh, well. Yeah. Which it seems interesting that uh, Jed easily has that code. So I guess has watched Roper go into that room many times. So I guess that's yeah, why she maybe. knows where the key is. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, to see all this process happen. Mm-hmm. So clearly, Roper not being that secretive about that. I mean, I would have that code and that key uh, unlocked. Nobody else is knowing about that except for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roper doesn't do that. But he goes no. down there. Uh, he snoops around a little bit, finds a straight blonde hair, and also Who's all these documents. Who's blonde at this compound? Mm, yeah. I don't know. Short blonde, too. Yes. Let's it's, not, it's not Carol's. Yeah. For it's sure. not long blonde. Short. So he takes some photos of the trade pass agreements there that they that they have yeah. all set up. Uh, grabs oh, that and hair. how convenient that everybody's on the business trip and then uh, the other people are going to go horseback riding. So, oh, look, nobody's around. Yes. This is when I break in. Uh, yeah, so convenient. Yeah, we have Corcoran saying, like, everybody's in Morocco taking care of some business right yeah. here. 
and he comes up. Uh, we mm-hmm. walks in, and uh, then quickly, as he notices somebody's coming in the, the room, Jed's coming upstairs, starts to set, uh, yeah. wrestling with the plant that he brought up as his cover yeah. story. Like, oh, I was just coming to bring you a plant. And uh, she says, "You're not. You, you can't be seen here." Yeah. And I do like uh, Pine turning the tables. Like, you know, you can't. You got to be more careful. You can't mm-hmm. leave your hair. What is that? <laughs> it's a blonde hair. It's on top of the desk. And then she's like, "Shit." Yeah, you can't be doing that if you're going to be in yeah. this office. So, I mean, feel like at that moment, they basically confess to each other, "Hey, we both know what's going on. You don't mm-hmm. say anything about me. He's I won't like, say anything mm-hmm. about you." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then he hides when Corcoran comes in. This is a little scan. Yeah. For a second, I thought like, was he focusing on the on the on the plant right there? He looked like, at it for a minute. I was like, how would how would you how would you know that there's a, that's a new plant in this room? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, how often is Corky in that room? <laughs> yeah. Mm. But you do see him as he's sitting there, uh, knowing that everybody else is on this business trip, and he's just kind of like out on that little patio at that table. He's like, I am so effed right now. No, oh, man. Yeah. And I, I mean, and if you're in that case, you just can't run. No. I mean, what job do you get next? <laughs> I, what I, next baddie do you go work for as a henchman? Like henchmen's henchmen's are us. Like where do you go? Like to go get apply? Do you think it's a? Do you think it's just a demotion or a firing or is it a killing? Like they, he's they kill him. You know, I rewound it on the when we're getting a little head, but when he's signing the paperwork that you're replacing him, mm-hmm. I don't know. I would hope they're not going to kill him, but I feel they could. I had actually thought this would be that moment where we were talking about what are they going to make Pine do to be like his test of character. I mm-hmm. thought they're going to make him kill him. Yeah, which they still can. No, that's very true. Because I feel like, I mean, Corcoran's not going to, if he stays alive, he's not going to take the demotion or firing and lightly. He, he's, yeah, and he's he knows way too much. Yeah, and he's just going to be resentful and angry at Pine yep. for kind of taking mm-hmm, his spot. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be wanting to get the goods on Pine no matter mm-hmm. what. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, that uh, it doesn't seem like it's good times for good old Corky. No, uh, yeah, so. <laughs> All kinds of people. Uh, and so uh, then we uh, we have a conversation. Speaking of phone calls, though, mm-hmm. we have uh, Jed and Roper having a conversation, and this yeah. is kind of we get the the moment they're like, "That was an interesting one." Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, as you were saying, like that didn't come with mm-hmm. a brochure. Yes, yeah, because Jed is trying to be all high and mighty. Yeah, I like that. She's like, but then she turned her around. Well, when he's like, "Well, you have a kid," she's like, "What? You can know everything about me, and I can't know stuff about you." And he's kind of like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah." You know, Pretty much. I, I choose what I let people know about me. But you know what? I think he really likes Jed because even his line of like, I'm paying for some other man's child. But if you really like her, it's her child. So you're not going to care that much. But he kind of was like, so besides that, how was your day? I think he I think he does really like her and doesn't want her to be upset or to leave. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. Because uh, I do like who says like, well, and clearly everybody else who's listening in on this conversation yeah. knows this yeah. as well. So I, I do like somebody admitting like, yeah, that was funny. yeah, we, I'm, I'm big enough. People will be listening to this conversation. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, but then she hangs up on him. How rude. Yeah. I was like, oh, all right. She's like, I'm done. <laughs> but there was nothing for her to say. Cause then she's like, oh, I got caught. You yeah. know? That's it. I, I, cause it, this leads me back is uh, this conversation with uh, Roper, uh, leads me back to a conversation with Roper and Pine have over by the ocean yep. earlier in the episode. Oh yeah. 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 Where they're talking. Excuse about- me, Oh, hmm. This is a late night a late, late. manager manager <laughs> panel. <laughs> uh, it, it was uh, mm. where they talking about. Oh gosh, I gotta find the exact thing mm. here. Where they're talking about uh, being uh, being a man. Uh, oh, here we go. Oh yeah. But when, when you realize that, that the was world an is interesting yeah, one. When you realize the world is rotten. Yes, and then he's like, embrace it. Yes. Ooh, ooh, that was smart. Well, for the kind of baddie he is, though, that absolutely makes sense. 
No. You know the world is rotten, and you use it to your advantage. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. Children think that think uh, think the world is organized. Uh, becoming a man is realizing that it's all rotten. Yep. And then uh, freedom is celebrating that rottenness. Makes sense though, because like it's the good guys who try to keep the order and think of that, and then it doesn't really work. And it's the bad guys who do everything because then they're like, screw it. Yeah. You know. He's yeah. his own boss. He has nobody to answer to. He can do whatever it's a nice he wants. Lifestyle. All right. You, know. you want to be arms dealers? Yes, let's do let's it. Do it. Okay. All right. We got to go. Carrie and I are going to become arms dealers. We're going to go Spain and uh, live the life, have maids and food. And, <laughs> uh, and then we have Pine coming back, as, as Carrie was saying earlier, coming back to that little sweet chat that we get of his little remote little hut there on, mm-hmm. the, on the island. Sending back, uh, doesn't the take the... F- doesn't think it almost looked like he was about to delete the photos. Yeah, but he just saves the photo of the kid, of yeah. uh, Jed's kid. Yeah. Saves that, doesn't send that back uh, to Angela, they but does send really, all the agreements. I don't need to know that, though. I don't think that's important information no. to have. Not for I mean, that. Yeah, because why, why get yeah. a kid involved? Yeah. No, no reason for that. Uh, but then we see uh, uh, that uh, Bursi's uh, there's consultation fees to this uh, somebody mm-hmm. called Halo. Mm-hmm. And then we also cut we to... We learn what that is. Yes, we see a scene uh, with Roper talking to one of the gentlemen there oh, that was I in the River House oh, meeting. Oh, I knew it. Uh, we called that one. We were like, mm-hmm. don't trust those people. Yeah, so there's something going on to the extent of their involvement, whether they're just like, uh, we're in on the deal or we just are aware of the deal and we want to know what the, what, what's going on. Well, Roper points out, like, why do we have to do this in person? Because they're on their trail. Yeah. Uh, and I, I do like, you know, that the Halo guy does kind of say, hey, there's a photo. Yeah. We don't know how much of a case it is, but yeah. we're aware that it is. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, Roper's saying, well, there's going to be a changing of the guard. Yes. So, uh, mm. what does that mean? Well, that means when he comes back, he brings Pine in and says, hey, we got you a new passport, buddy. Yeah, I like his new last name. Yes, we, uh, uh, Andrew Birch. Keep in the tree, family. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he's all... He, he... It was. It was totally <laughs> that moment where, like, well, we like we like the tree thing, so we kept it that... What are some other tree last names? Uh, Pine. Pine. Bir- Birch. Birch. Uh, El- Elm. Uh, no. That'd be weird. That's Cedar. a street. Burn. Burn? Fern? Fern. Oh, Fern. Yeah, you could be a Fern. Well, would that be a last name? Oak, Mr. No. Fern. I think that'd be a first name. Weeping Willow. <laughs> Woods. <laughs> Woods. There you go. Where's my, oh, what? Yeah, Woods. Um, wood. It. You could probably be singular too. Yeah, Redwood. Maybe. No. 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 That Redwood's not a good name. Come on. Is that a good <laughs> last name? I guess I'll yeah. never be a novelist. <laughs> Fine. Thanks for crushing my dreams, Carrie. That's right. That's but you put that on the first draft, and then your editor will crush that, your dreams for yeah, you. That's true. It's like Frank, please, no, no redwood, no redwood. No. But the whole reason I'm writing the story is because that name. I can't. I can't. It's too, I'm too close to it. I can't. Uh, and they say, guess what? You you can't have that passport. Oh yeah, Willow though, but just Willow. Oh yeah. Sorry. Not the weeping. You don't want weeping. No. Like maybe what if it's hyphened? <laughs> Does that make it better? No. Uh, uh, they they quickly take the passport away and say, ah, yeah. not so fast. You can have that passport. Signs of paperwork. If, yeah, he signed a little paperwork for us. Are you gonna get? You gonna run a company? Which he kind of read, but I don't know if he really knows what that means. So. Yeah, because you Cause look at it. Because he saw it. Because I think us seeing the close up meant he was seeing that close up. Yeah, and, and basically <laughs> it calls out, uh, you know, Colonel Lance uh, Corcoran, mm-hmm. and he's gonna be no longer at post. Yep. So and they're they're like go get some one of the Spanish guys who doesn't really speak English to help be the witness. Was, <laughs> okay, okay. That was that was fantastic. Uh, like, all right, yeah, just sign this. Yeah, I have mean? no idea what that is. That yeah, mean? so it's gonna be curious to see what that means for Corcoran coming up mm-hmm. there for sure. And I I do like the way that it was uh, shot, where it's just like these weird like under the oh, glass and shots the, yeah, and that, the way the, the hands. Hand, yeah, like here's my weird distorted handshake for you. Yeah, yeah. very interesting to see. I mean, I guess. 
you, there's so many when you think of just like arms dealers but then there's also like the business side of being an arms dealer even though it's an illegal yeah. operation you need to have some sort of contracts mm-hmm. corporate hierarchy mm-hmm. in place here mm-hmm. very interesting to see how that act, yes. the, the, the inside structure because you think it'd be like just kill them or just get rid of them or whatever it is <laughs> no 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 we've signed a contract so yeah. hold on you run, a com- you run a company I yeah. mean, I guess it's dummy yeah. corporations that, I mean, so that way sure. nothing's tied. So you're basically. I how, how factual most of this is based on. I know, I mean, the author, I assumed it is research and all, but I wonder yeah. how. So arms dealers out there, how accurate is this show? Because I assume that it's just a way for Roper uh, to have absolutely no ties to any of these companies. Yeah, all these much. guys are your front men. You, mm-hmm. you surround them and protect them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you will take the fall if anything goes wrong. Yeah. They uh, will take the fall. Yeah. yeah. Roper works away. Yes. Got clear, and and we end the episode with uh, Roper saying yeah, to Pine, "Welcome to the family." Yep. So I mean, he's in place now. He's made his way into the yes. inner circle. Well, uh, closer circle. He's well, in the door. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I mean, he's. he's we taking, don't know. We'll see how much they trust him with. Yeah, well, but if he's taking over for Corcoran spot, I mean, that's a pretty trustworthy position, I think. And they're they're trusting him pretty well for barely knowing him. Though, Very too. fast, yeah. and I'm wondering how much of that is like his relationship with Danny is kind of softening him up as well. Maybe, or he just you. There are those people you meet, and you're just like, I like, I like you. you. Yeah, yeah, I trust you. Sure, cool. Let's work together. Boom, done. <laughs> you know, that's the way it works there in the arms dealer. That's how yep. the real world works, guys. Yes. So that brings us to the end of episode three, and uh, we're gonna do a little uh, lightning round for some uh, predictions. I was gonna say where are our lights? There, there. Mm. James isn't gonna let us down. I know that. Yeah. All right, Carrie. What do you envision happening? <sighs> In either at episode four or the rest of the season playing out now that yeah. you've seen some stuff from this episode. Yeah, and then I tried to not watch like what happens next time, but the only thing I did see is Jed questioning. So I think Jed is... Well, she has to have a confrontation with Pine because he confronted her uh, that he went down there. So now she's going to be like, why did you go down there? So they're going to have some sort of confrontation. And maybe it's not going to be the truth per se, but there'll be something. They're going to hook up. I, yeah, I wonder if they're... Uh, they will. Jed and... Yeah, Jed and Pine are going to hook up at some point. You don't have a little flashback shot of her in the ocean if they're not like, hey, I'm I into you. Yeah, yeah, I'm into you. And that. I think he'll do it anyways, even behind Roper's back. I don't want Corky to be dead, but I feel they might kill him. Just because he knows too much. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, I don't know how... Uh, I, if he's no longer at post, I don't think you could take somebody that knows that much information about his, Roper's inner workings and let that man just back out into the world. I feel the River House is going to get closer to our good guys. Mm-hmm. Not quite cash them yet, but they're going to get closer and figure things out maybe. Yeah, I mean, because certainly if they know... If they know that there's something that yeah. potentially is more... Uh, that that investigation can yeah. be a little bit more fruitful then, than they think, yeah. Hmm. I think that's it. Yeah, I, I, well, I think certainly next episode we're going to find out what Jed's deal is, for sure. I hope so. I, th- I think... I think well, they, wait, we're three out of six? Yeah, I should hope we do. Yeah, we'll find out, like, why Jed's really there. Yeah. Uh, and I think maybe that the idea of, like, she's some kind of, like, you know, she was kind of fixed up mm-hmm. in this relationship with Roper. Something. Yeah, because I feel like you can't have that confrontation about, hey, Pine, you were in this office without having yeah. Jed. Like, why well, is she in there? Yeah, what's your whole deal? Like, I get mm-hmm. this picture of this kid. This yep. your son? What's the, what's the deal with this? Yep. So I finally feel like we'll kind of sort that out. And I think that's going to be... Yep. As you're saying, I guess if Pine starts is attracted to her, that's going to kind of give him another, mo- yeah, another Sophia yeah. kind of motivation to kind of mm-hmm. like, all right, got to keep her safe throughout this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Which I then think put him at, you know, some some Jeopardy moments. Yep. How do I keep doing this while also he keeping Jed safe? He just likes these damsels in distress. He's, I guess he's a hero. He wants to try to save he's somebody. He's the white knight. 
Oh, we said that before. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, especially after what happened with Sophia. I mean, yeah. there's a chance to kind of make up for something as well. Yes. Much like Angela was saying, a chance for you to, you know, atone, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. wash your hands of mm-hmm. all the blood that's on them. Yeah. So, all right, we'll see that. And uh, I feel like uh, maybe next episode we're going to have to see Roper some really dark moment. Oh, yeah, he needs to do something bad. We were talking about that. Like, yeah. is he going to be a physical violence or um, like a gun? I feel he hasn't really done anything violent yet. Yeah. Not directly. Yeah, and I feel like he's the kind of guy that. Ooh, maybe he'll kill Corky. That'd be kind of. That, Caught myself there on that language. Yeah, but uh, that'd be messed up. Well, I mean, I guess somebody that close to you feel like, hey, I, I'm going to do, uh, and I'm British. The respectful thing, the proper thing, yeah, is for me to w- take you out myself. This is than, true. Yeah, I'm not going to let a, ha- a henchman take care of you. I respect you enough, even yep. though yeah, you, I can't have you working for me anymore. Mm-hmm. I will kill you myself. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that could be intriguing. Yep. All right, folks, that's going to do it for us here. Mm-hmm. Season, uh, season one, I guess. Uh, season one, sure. sure. Uh, episode three of The Night Manager will be back next week with episode four of The Night Manager. In the meantime, though, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Comment on the YouTube channel there. Follow us on Twitter. We continue the conversation even after this episode is done and aired and you've watched it or you listened to it. Mm-hmm. Carrie, if they want to continue the conversation with you, where can they find you? Yes, you can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K A R I D L A N E. And you can find me on Twitter at Happy Go Jackie. We'll see you next time with another episode of The Night Manager here on AfterBuzz TV. Bye, everybody. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye. you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 